What's up, everybody? Mike Kenoki here, coming at you from Fairbanks, Alaska. Today, I'm joined by Brittany Farrow of BM Farrow Construction, and she's going to talk about drawing from her experience and going off on her own. Please forgive us for the rough sound in this episode. Brittany was in her pickup truck on site. That's just the way it is sometimes. Sometimes you got to walk in the footsteps of others if you want to catch up with their lives. And you don't need to go to school right away. But even if you do, there are options that you can get paid to go to school and learn on the job. Mentoring women and girls in trades, framing in particular, sexism and harassment, and how it all began for her in this first installment of our talk. But I powered through, I found a new job, and I would not want to change where I am today. Welcome back, everybody. My next guest, you may know from Girls Can Frame on Instagram. She is co-owner and co-founder of BM Farrow Construction. It's Brittany Farrow. What's up, Brittany? How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Life is good. Sun's, sun's <laughs> about to come up where I am. You really want to mentor women in the trades and that women and, and, and be a be kind of a positive influence for women in the trades. And I noticed that you might be mentoring someone right now. Uh, so, so who, what's going on with that? I have a few girls that I've kind of taken under my wing. I had one that used to work for me, but actually went to a rental company and I still message her and check in on how her job's doing. I have two girls working for me that really wanted into construction but could not find a spot. So I'm teaching them about framing. I have one that's actually, I think, in her 40s that is looking to change careers into construction and message me about any advice that I have. I have another one that's going through a carpentry program and kind of touching base, seeing what is out there, wants to know any advice that I have for her. And I did have one 16-year-old that was looking to get into construction after um, helping me out for a few days. She was really interested in it. That's cool. So um, uh, what are your kind of like strategies for, for guiding uh, these women and girls through kind of into the trades? I try to be honest about what can happen because there is still discrimination and there are some people that don't hire women in the trades but I also tell them I absolutely love my job and I would not change it there are struggles but overall it's one of the best career paths I find that people that are more like outside or even inside but hands-on not sitting at a desk and you can make really good money and you don't need to go to school right away but even if you do, there are options that you can get paid to go to school and learn on the job. I try to be open and honest. I answer any questions that they have for me because I really want them to know everything. I don't want to sugarcoat it. I don't want to hide anything from them so that they find out later on about like any of the discrimination that can go on because it can happen and it does happen to a lot of women. You know, you, you, you just mentioned that there might be 
some discrimination. So how do people react when you show up on site as their as their framer? Because that's kind of a unique situation for for my world. Yeah, it, it can be interesting. Some people think that I'm just there to see what's going on and just quoting the project. And they're like, oh, well, I'd really like to talk to like the man in charge. And I'm like, well, you're talking to her. So, but there are some people that are really happy about it. They're like, that is absolutely, I would love to see more women in the trades. Some think because I'm so young, it doesn't help me either because I'm 22 on my own business. And that no one's really going to think of a young person, man or woman, being one of the top people in the business. But I found if people aren't really um, happy about it in the beginning, it's not worth it to me to take on some of the jobs, depending how they react. If they're like, oh, okay, that's fine. If they're really against it, it's just going to cause some problems. But Overall, I found that most people are absolutely amazing with it. They think it's awesome. They try to tell their daughters, their nieces and everything and be like, look at this girl. This should be someone you up to. That's really great uh, that you that you kind of power through that and that, and that you're 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 working with the people that are into it. Um, I'd imagine that it could be a challenge, but you have enough work and enough people that support. So that's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, you know, what about like sexism, you know, I, I, with clients, with coworkers, you know, there's this, you know, you get, you get guys probably say you can't possibly lift that. And, how do you know how to do that? And trades women are all gay. And, and, and so what do you do? I mean, well, every time I showed up for any interview when trying to look for a job before I found uh, before I started my own company, after like a few weeks, they'd end up telling me that every time I started a job, they'd, we be betting if I was like going to be a butch or lesbian or anything. And it's like, no, there can be girly girls, there can be, like, females, there can be, like, you don't have to be a lesbian, like, you can be straight, it doesn't matter either way, but the stereotype of that you're supposed to be butch or lesbian or anything isn't actually what it is in the trades, like, you can have absolutely anyone do this job. Yes, it's hard on your body, it's hard on your back, but it is a great time you can go through some discrimination. I went through a little bit and I almost quit um, construction completely because I was, I was down on myself. I was believing what they were telling me. They kept belittling me, treating me like one of the bottom people after I'd been there for a while, but I powered through, I found a new job and I would not want to change where I am today. Yeah. I, I, I'd imagine that would get really stressful. I mean, what, what advice do you have for people? You know, I, there's another podcast I've been listening to uh, called Women in Trades um, by a, 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 an electrician, Amy, I forget her last name right now, Amy Barrett, sign, uh, out of London. And, and she, they echo, you know, she interviews women in trades, all trades. And this thing, this comes up all the time. 
and and one one of the one woman that was on there a plumber i believe was saying that you know she was up on a ladder working and there was just a group of guys other tradesmen just at the bottom just watching her work and you know it's intimidating and distracting you know and that's the thing it's super dangerous if you're distracted when you're working up high when you're doing certain things so um you know what what do a like what do you do in that situation and then what should other people who are doing that be doing instead I've actually found that a problem too because I will be working on my job and I will look out just something catches my eye and I'll look out of the house and there'll be like a few cars sitting in front just like watching me or if we're doing a custom house and we're kind of in the city there'll be like cars and they'll like slow down just to be like wait did I just see what I thought I saw and it would be like us working because a lot of my crew is female because I try to give them a chance but I think the people that are doing it, I understand where they're coming from because it is a rare sight to see right now that there's not a lot of women in the trades and there should be more. But we need to accept what is and just allow them to do their job. Don't distract them. Don't make them feel uncomfortable by staring at them. Just accept it. Like, if you want to glance quick, like, fine. But don't absolutely stare at them watching them do their job because then they just get nervous and then bad things can happen they can fall they can mess up like you don't want any of that to happen because what if it was you on that ladder and everyone was staring at you yeah well people should feel safe too yeah i mean that it goes i kind of go i mean it's not just job site etiquette right i mean there's people women should feel safe anywhere they are Right. Not yes, like exactly. there's a not like there's a group of dudes who are like, I don't know, it's threatening. I mean, they might not they might not have any they might not be threatening people, but it it's gotta feel that way. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so so you're saying, you know, you shouldn't have to protect female workers. It should just be accepted that it should be a safe work environment and people should be treated with equality. Yeah, I have to make sure that I tell my girls that if they ever feel uncomfortable that they have to come to me right away because I was in the situation that there was one guy on a site that would not leave me alone. He kept harassing me, kept asking me out and he was about triple my age and I kept saying, no, I'm not interested. I have a boyfriend, thank you. Uh, I was super polite about it because I'm not, I'm not a, I don't like being a rude person. It's just not my thing. But um, it got super bad. I tried to report it to one of the site supers, and he told me if I reported it to the site itself that I would be kicked off because I was causing drama. So I left it because I was scared to report it after that. And then it ended up getting worse. Um, someone from the site gave him my number. He kept calling me. He'd mm-hmm. show up with, like, little presents at, to our site. It was, it was getting really bad and I was really uncomfortable I didn't feel safe so I reported it to the site and I ended up actually getting uh kicked off that site after I finished the one house I was no longer to work there but that's not okay because it wasn't anything that I did because I was telling him no I wasn't leading him on it was just they were like no she's the drama like it's her problem And that's not okay because you want people to feel safe, but I shouldn't have to tell my workers 
that they need to make sure to tell me because that stuff can happen. Yeah, that's gross. Yes. <laughs> um, well, how did you, I mean, do you have any other things, any other etiquette, you know, points that you want to share with, with, with people that are out there listening, because it is, it is an oversized man, manly, masculine industry, particularly in framing. Um, so what else do you, I mean, do you have anything else you want to say to the, to the guys out there who might just have been raised wrong? The trades will probably almost always be male dominated. That's okay because it's a labor thing and not a lot of females love to do labor, not anything against. It's just, I know a lot of girls that absolutely hate getting down in the mud, but there's a lot of guys that do that too. But if you're on a site and there's a girl on a site, just because she's nice to you, do not ask her out. She shouldn't have to turn down every guy on the site because she's being nice to them. Because I will be nice to the guys. I don't like being rude. And because I'm nice, they think they can keep asking me out over and over. And I'm like, no, like we're talking about work. This is work. I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm not trying to give you anything saying that I'm interested. We are talking about the job and I'm asking you for advice on how you did something for the house so that I can do the exact same thing because it worked out. That's it, boys. You listening? Uh, yeah, I can't believe you still have to say that stuff. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. How did you get into framing in the first place? I did a high school co-op that was a construction-based co-op. I told him I wanted to be in construction, but had no clue what field. And he thought I'd be a good fit for framing. And obviously he was right because I think I'm doing pretty good at it. Um, from there I did, uh, I started my apprenticeship with my first crew, but I actually never finished my apprenticeship. I dropped out after my second level due to some family stuff that was going on. And I had to start the business. So I could never complete my C of Q or my third level, but I did my first two. I worked for three crews before I started my own company, but it's honestly all thanks to my high school teachers. That's pretty cool. Um, and so that's a, that's a union, like a union apprenticeship that you were doing? No, just um, a regular, like non-union apprenticeship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then it's, I, I think that's great when that you, you know, did it for a little bit. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I don't need to show up for someone else. Um, yeah. <laughs> it took me a lot longer. But uh, so what would your parents think? They were thrilled. This is a big, this, this, oh, sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. They were really happy. They tried to push me and go into it, actually, because they were like, I got a concussion in high school. And after I got my concussion, I had no clue what I wanted to do. It was kind of all up in the air, and they were like, hey, let's go to, there was a DIY show going on. Why don't we go there? So I talked to a few people, and they're like, I think you should go into construction. I think it would be a really good fit for you, because I've always been active. I've always been an outdoorsy type. Like, 
when I was a kid, you'd never see me inside. I, I hated uh-huh. being inside. I loved the outdoors, and I could not sit behind a desk. It would probably get me doing that every day, all day. But they've been super supportive of everything I've done. That's great. Uh, that's really nice. Yeah, I think that uh, for a lot of women in trades, their parents go, what? Yeah, I have a friend that her parents were not happy at all for her going into the trades, and but she's doing awesome. She's doing um, uh, she's doing an estimating job, and she loves it. Cool. So for a bigger construction company, she's doing estimating. Yeah. But residential or commercial? Residential. They're renos. Cool. Um. So when did you go into business for yourself? I would be two years November that we started up the business and I've been framing for just over five. So I had about three and a bit years experience before I went on my own, but I was tired of, I was like, I I want to be my boss. I don't want a boss. Cool. Um, And then you are partners in this business mm-hmm. and who's your partner my dad is actually my partner but i was in framing before he was so he did a little bit when he was 16 during the summers but he was a long-haul trucker and then i went into framing and some stuff happened with my family and we had to get him off the road and we we're like you know what, let's start up this business. You'll come be my partner and I'll teach you all the new stuff about framing. But overall, he knew like the basics. It was just kind of new codes that were the only issue. Uh huh. Um, and that's, you know, it's always tough working with family because there's, there's just other emotion involved. You know, you are emotionally connected. So, you know, <clears throat> reacting in high intensity situations can be different than it is with someone who you don't have that relationship with. How do you, how do you yes, deal with it, that? It can be difficult. It took us a while to kind of figure it out. If we ever got like really mad, we're still working on it obviously because we don't get mad that often, but if we're upset and we're having a bad day, we're just like, you know what? Let's just call it a day, go home and just cool off because we're not going to figure anything out when we're both upset or sometimes we just walk away and we're go- we'll go work on different parts of the house. We'll be like, no, it's okay. But overall we're really good working together. He's more um, in charge of the paperwork than I am because I never taught in school how to do any of the stuff. So I try to help out, but I don't know. So he's the main person of that. And then when it comes to the site, we both make the decisions together and it's, really good because I think having a partner in the business a lot of people don't take me seriously so you kind of need that until I'm confident myself I know that I need him as just like a what do I do do you have any advice on how to deal with this because I have no clue and they're not taking me seriously at all they're not acting like I'm an owner they're just acting like I'm one of their people they can talk to however they want yeah, that, and I think, you know, you're you're dealing with that on some level because of stereotyping and, you know, age and and stuff. And then some clients just don't. I'm just gonna refl- relate it back to like my experience. 
some clients just don't relate to one of the people on the job as well as others. Like sometimes my foreman, who's an excellent framer. I mean, I, I kind of did everything with my business. I did a lot of renovations, but uh, you know, he's awesome on site. And so sometimes the clients would bond more with him and I'd kind of be the, just the bad guy. Cause I'm just telling people that it's going to cost more, you know? So it yeah. was always good to have, it was always good to have Bruce there uh, to smile and just keep working. And, 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 you know, they felt like everything's gonna be okay. Even though Mike just showed up and said, we found some other stuff, you know, cause you just find stuff, but. Yeah. Sometimes Mike... you need a good guy and a bad guy. It helps out a yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Okay. And then how many employees do you have working for you right now? Right now I have one high school co-op student coming from the same program that I went through. I have two girls working for me that are, um, like here consistently. And then I have, um, two girls that are a little bit farther away that are part-time workers. So five technically, but two full-time <laughs> That's cool. You can get a lot done with five bodies. Oh, yeah. Um, do you need to take that? You are the boss. Do you want to take yeah, a break can for I a second? Yeah. Yep. yeah, please. Okay, guys, the boss had to go talk to her people, but she's coming back tomorrow. And we'll continue there with Brittany Farrow. Hope you guys liked it. Here's the next spiel. If you enjoyed the show, learned something or experienced affirmation about what you're doing, leave a comment or a review on iTunes, on the podcast app on your phone, or on my website, thecontractinghandbook.com. Wherever you listen, please subscribe to help get the show to more people like you. Remember, the work we leave behind us is our legacy wherever we are in the world. Find me, Mike Kenoki, K-N-O-C-H-E, on LinkedIn, Instagram, at The Contracting Handbook, where there's always a conversation. Follow me on Twitter, and don't forget about the Hammer app for tradespeople. Also, if you found value in the content and feel like making a contribution to my travel funds, go to my Patreon account, www.patreon.com backslash Mike Kenoki. M-I-K-E-K-N-O-C-H-E. That's all I got.